everyone. It's Art Talk with Libby Saylor. Moi. I'm Libby Saylor. Moi, like M-O-I, French, not like M-U-A-H. Moi. Anywho. Topic today is don't stop, just slow down. And I tend to do a lot of episodes about things I'm kind of in the middle of discovering because they're fresh for me. So I'm just, I'm doing this right now and I'm really inspired by this idea and it's so new for me. So you'll find out what I'm talking about as I start talking. So I'm just going to get into it. So I'm going to start off by saying, I, I'm kind of a quitter. I think like if, you know, if I think about myself and my life and what I stand for, all these things, like I lean towards quitting now there's there's like pluses and minuses and it's not all quitting being a quitter has like a negative connotation but in general like I have a history of stopping doing a lot of things and I don't necessarily like give up mid project or anything but like you know and where I'm coming from is I'm always like putting my happiness first which I think people don't do enough of like And I don't mean selfish, like just think of yourself and nobody else, but like you can get accused of that pretty easily if you are putting your happiness, you know, in the four. But I just kind of feel like life is hard and it shouldn't be filled with too many things that you hate and they make you miserable, right? And one of those things is like things that you think you should be doing, but you don't really want to be doing. So I'm kind of more like if you're not really enjoying yourself for like an extended period of time, I always use the taking out the garbage example. Like, yeah, I don't ever like taking out the garbage, but I'm not going to stop doing that. But it's like a blip in my day. But like for an extended period of time, if you're just like, I hate this and it makes me feel like crap, I'm kind of like pro then just stop. And that's not like giving up. That's just like pivoting. So like I'm a tennis player, like I've been playing tennis since I was like 10. I I love it. I never play. And sometimes I feel like I do miss it. And it is hard to, a lot of things need to come into place when you play. Like I need to like spend money on like a, on like a court fees, unless it's like outdoors, but then you need like the right person to play with. You can't just like grab anybody because FYI, I'm pretty good. So you can't just like play with anybody but also when I have played in competitive situations or even like a clinic where you're like just getting a lesson like a group lesson I find that like my like monster competitive ego side like comes out and I can't tamp it down and it makes me feel really crappy and until I sort of work through that, I basically am just like, you know what? I'm just not going to play. I feel like when I'm hitting my 60s or something, I'll be like the tennis retiree person. But like for now, I think it's okay to stop that one. I also like, I quit my doing my former blog, my old blog. There's like pretty much barely any trace of it anymore. That was because like <laughs> after my breakup, I pretty much just trashed my ex like you know, on blog posts, like Taylor Swift style, which I don't think that's great. You know, looking back, I'm like, hmm, I needed to do it at the time to like, just process all my feelings and have like 
a community of like whatever supportive people but like not the best thing you know and I'm happy to close that chapter and it's done and whatever and um yeah so quitting is can be great in a lot of ways it's just you want to make sure you're doing it because oh this thing doesn't feel right anymore that this thing isn't making me happy so I'm like pro quitting for the most part except what I'm going through right now I'm I'm becoming an anti-quitter when it comes to my art and my creative career. So really, I think most people are talking about and pro and the world and especially our culture and our country, tenacity, endurance, discipline. Those are like really, if you're doing those things, you're apparently this awesome human. Like it's really, and because they're really hard. They're really hard things to do. And it's a lot of like no glory kind of practices. Um, So there's obviously a ton to be said for that. I just personally have not dabbled in a ton of that. So this is kind of new for me. And these are just concepts I've never really like connected with all that much. It's like, no, tenacity, that's cool. Endurance, ugh, that doesn't sound fun. Discipline, ugh, like just yuck, yucko. I've never been drawn to or attracted to those types of things. But maybe it's because it's like, um, you need to like grow up a little bit more. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, I'm finding my way. So for me, anyway, like the first few decades of my life were seriously just about like survival and then just like getting my bearings as like a young adult. And I didn't really feel like I had the luxury of like digging my heels in to tenaciously pursue something. I was just busy, like just trying to get by. You know, I didn't really have, and now, so it's kind of nice because I have like a lot of stability in my life. I have like loving relationships and like a good job and like I have, I have stability where I can like actually be like, let me try this tenacious thing and see how it goes. I also may very well have just been an incredibly lazy human being for the last 40 years. I don't know. It doesn't matter. So I guess my, the question I've been pondering is... And this is like the $20,000 question. Or is it $1 million? Or How do you decide what number, what dollar amount question it is? Like $20,000 pyramid or one, whatever. It's an expensive question. Does it really make a difference? I think that's the thing I've also held back on with tenacity, endurance, discipline. Like if you do that, is it really going to make a difference? Like, I think I've never been sold on like pursuing something for the long term. You're going to get there. Like, I'm kind of more of the cynical, like, I don't know, maybe you won't. What if you're like, you know, I never wanted to be that fool who just, I tried and tried and tried and oh, she died and it never happened. You know, (laughs) like, I mean, I don't know. I think that was always worried of that and or just like I'm on the hamster wheel, just like spinning my wheels, spinning my wheels, getting nowhere. And yet there's I mean, example after every pretty much any successful person you could ever interview talks about these. Is tenants the right word? Tenacity, endurance, discipline, like they all talk about it. And I was like, oh, that's cool for them. But it's like, well, why don't you try and see how it goes? Anyway, so I talked a bit about this in my last podcast ep- podcast episode, uh, Grit or Quit, 
Uh, I'll put a link below or just like look on my podcast. It's right there because I was hitting a wall with my art and, you know, the grit or quit question. It was kind of like, how, you know, do you, when do you, when do you stop? Do you keep going? Or am I an idiot? Am I that hamster? So there's a little bit of background if you want to listen to that episode. But right now this don't stop to slow down is sort of my answer to the, okay, I'm not quitting, but this is, I'm easing into the gritting. So if you don't know what I mean by grit, like, you know, grit with Angela Duckworth, that book, I'll put that below too. That's kind of like, that's a buzzword that's been around for a while. So this has started my like sort of recent don't stop, just slow down approach started because I really tackled my artist statement for the first time. Also podcast episode, first episode, I talk about writing an artist statement and it just it just changed everything for me. It's so crazy how when you just kind of focus on something new, it just everything, there's like a trickle down effect. It's kind of crazy. So I think there's actually a reason why I resisted writing my artist statement for so long. It's like, maybe there was this part of me that knew, all right, when you step this up, when you actually take this way more seriously than you've ever taken it before, that's going to change things. And then, and then you're going to have more things to deal with. But it's like, I was ready. And it's like, what do I just want to sit in a comfortable space for the rest of my life? Like, boring. Anyway, so yeah, in a weird way, when you write your artist statement, or just become more focused and deliberate about your creative life, it kind of locks you in. And of course, you can escape whenever you want. But like, it locks you into the creative path you're taking, it locks you into like this responsibility that you're like holding yourself accountable for these things. So, you know, when I had this like flippy kind of artist statement, like whatever I do this, but I don't really know why I did it. It leaves me this like room to, to quit and bail like at any time. Cause I could just be like, well, I wasn't really taking it seriously anyway. So whatever that I'm failing and I could pick it back up whenever I want and just be like, okay, now I'm taking it seriously. But the, you know, it's like I, I was able to waffle And it was like low stakes. So writing a serious artist statement, it like initiates something. It like elevates my investment. And now I have to hold myself much more accountable, which is like, fuck, (laughs) it's hard. It's hard. But here we are and it's good. So that leads me to the wall because now I'm at a wall. You know, I wrote my artist statement. I'm like, yeah, this is what I do. And it's like, of course, especially if you're a creative person, you're creating a lot and you're moving forward a lot, like you're going to hit tons of walls because you can't just create the same thing over and over and over again. You have to grow. A creative person is constantly growing, at least creatively. They could be like an infant in other areas of their life, but like creatively, they're going to be moving forward all the time. If they're you know, halfway decent. So I've hit a wall and it's just like, I don't like what I'm making now. I don't like, you know, what I've been making that was fine and it's been made and it's out there and it's great and it's cool and I like it. I feel done with it and I don't feel inspired. You know, when you're inspired and you're in the flow, you're like, oh, I can't wait to sit down because I like have all these new ideas. No, that's all gone. It's like dried up. And I sit down at my studio and I'm like, ugh. I don't like any of my images. I do, if you don't, if you aren't familiar, I'm a collage artist and I lose, use most of my own photographic work for, in my collages. So when I'm sitting down in my studio, I'm just like sifting through my images. I'm like, ugh, I don't, I don't like 
any of these images. I'm so tired of looking at them. I'm in the middle of, I'm going to create some new images soon, but I have to like take a trip and don't go like spend so much money processing film. So that's like coming in the coming weeks. So I know some changes coming, but like right now I'm just like, ugh. I don't want to, and I tried to like conjure some new images, like downloading some things that I thought were like there for me. And I was like, ugh, this isn't working either. Nothing's working. You know, it's a wall. It's fine. So it's no fun. And the old me, a hundred percent would stop at this point and have stopped. And by stop, I mean, I would literally put away all of my materials, like close up my quote studio. I don't have like an actual studio. I always work in my bedroom, but like literally put things away under my bed in boxes out of sight. Like I am no longer making art and I would stop creating like indefinitely. And it could be like months, months and months and months where I just wouldn't even make anything. And then I go through all this crappy shame. Like I'm, I say I'm an artist, but I'm a total sham. Cause like, what have you made lately? Like nothing, just a not good feeling. So for the first time, and I think it's just like on the, it's just the trajectory that I'm on now. And honestly, the artist statement thing that didn't come out of nowhere either. That came from a a personal painful relationship experience. And I was like, I am miserable and I want to be happy in like all areas of my life. How do I do that? Well, art is something that I've always done, like take it more seriously. Why aren't you taking it more seriously? And that led to like the artist statement, which is now leading to the wall, which is now leading to me not stopping, just slowing down. So for the first time, I'm not going to quit. And I'm talking about this in a way that's like, I've never done this before people. So you're like along for the ride. Don't know what's going to happen. I might be that fool who keeps going and it's like, wow, that didn't lead to anything, but I'm not going to stop. I'm just slowing down because, and I'm sorry, this is like a genius. Like, I don't know where I came up with this, but like, I love it. Is it mine or did somebody else like say this? And I just like picked up on it. I think it's mine. We'll just say it's mine for now. But it's like, because I'm slowing down, I'm not going full force anymore. And so I feel like I'm like hanging on by a thread. Like I'm just dangling I'm holding on by like one finger but I'm not letting go but it's a very thin line that I'm like holding to so it's like kind of precarious it just feels very strange it's not awful it's feels way better than quitting quitting feels terrible when you're quitting something that you kind of know you're good at and but also pushing full force the way I was like I'm gonna just push through this and I'm gonna create every day even though I hate it and I'm gonna post solid on Instagram all the time like even though I hate I'm posting shit and they know it and I know it looks like shit and I don't know what like that was making me crazy too that's why I have pulled back that was the last couple weeks I was like just I was just like making a bunch of crap so I could post it and I was like whoa 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 just pull back a little bit you don't need to like produce and throw something out to the world every day just because like pull back a little bit so that's how I sort of like found finding my balance so this is what I'm doing I'm committing to making just one sketch a day and that's all and I probably need to do a podcast episode about sketchbooks and that's like another thing that I've like newly discovered even though it's like where have you been sketchbooks have been around for a while Artists do sketches all the time before they create big pieces, like duh. 
but I never did it. I always resisted because it was another like, I'm not taking myself seriously enough to like invest in a sketchbook and like play around. It's like, if I'm going to use my materials, I'm going to make something brilliant every time. Like where, what was I thinking? So anyway, sketchbooks are amazing and they're the perfect thing to do at this time because sketchbooks are like this safe zone. Like nobody has to see the shit that you're making and you're making shit. You're making a bunch of crap because you got to make the crap in order to get through to that like beam of light. Like it just, there's a lot of shit inside that just needs to come out. That's just like a given. And you don't want to like make a pretty, you know, like cut out a piece of paper and use your best materials. And then it's like, oh wait, this is a piece of shit. So the sketch and the sketchbook, it's all, it's kind of like even just like the format of a sketchbook. It's all like in these like ring bound. It's like a, I don't have to like, it's not an individual piece that I have to like showcase. It's like, no, I can just literally close the book and not look at it and be like, that was a piece of shit I just made, but that's okay. So sketching is like this amazing way to play. And I think, well, I know from a creative standpoint as an artist, when you hit a wall, you need to find a new path. That's like pretty much that's how it goes. And you're not going to find a new path by playing safe or by doing what you've done before. You got to break through to the new. And the way you're going to break through the new is by experimenting and making weird shit and doing stuff. You don't know. I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm just doing it because it feels good. Or I, I don't know if it feels good. It's just different. And enough of that is going to lead to like, okay, I just did that one thing there and that felt good. And that looks kick-ass. That is cooler than anything I've made in the last 12 days. What's going on here? Okay, well, let me explore that. Maybe I'll make another one. You know what I mean? Like that's how it goes. So, but again, with the sketch, it's like, it's low pressure. It's like, cause I know I, I'm not going to push myself. I don't have to like come up with anything brilliant. But I know something is trying to push through. I just don't know what the fuck it is. I don't know how to get at it. And it's driving me nuts. But like stopping full stop is certainly not the way to get there. So sketching once a day, because I feel like if I pull back more than that, then I might really fall off and like just, just stop, you know? So the once a day, it is discipline. Look at me with the discipline. I never do this. But once a day, I can handle a sketch because a sketch could be like, five minutes could take five minutes and that's okay it's not great that you're only creating five minutes a day but like that's better than nothing I do five minutes of yoga every day that ain't great as far as what I could be doing but that's better than nothing and it keeps me from having tension headaches every day because I'm like old and I roll out of bed and I'm like ouch everything hurts five minutes of yoga I'm fine anyway so to quote Alanis Morissette she has this song called the only way out is through And it's about like relationships and just like, you just got to hash it out. You can't just like repress. So I'm posting less on Instagram and I kind of hate it. You know, I feel like I'm becoming irrelevant. Not like I was relevant before. I'm like a nobody, but like, I just feel like some FOMO or I just feel weird pulling back, but, or like something's passing me by, you know, but you know, in another way, it feels, it was stressing me out. It really was stressing me out. So it feels really open and nice and peaceful. And this just feels really right for me. This don't stop, just slow down thing. That just feels like a really nice balance. So 
that is where I'm at right now. And it's funny because I was thinking this this morning. I was like, I'm going to record my podcast episode about this topic. And I was like, I feel like, you know, I don't know what gifts I'm offering the world here, but I seem to have a knack for going through something really difficult, finding my way through it, and then sharing about it. That's kind of historically whatever like format I'm whether I'm blogging about it writing about it I do have I'm sorry I'm not sorry I have a kick-ass newsletter that I am just like so into right now and I recommend you I'll put a link below if you're interested it's just like a, a weekly email that I send out but they are like works of art and I put so much everything into them and I love them and I'm getting a lot of really positive feedback so they're of that, like, here's something that I discovered this week, and it's kind of illuminating. Anyway, I highly recommend that, and I'm having super fun with them, and I make them very beautiful. And if you don't like getting an email, I'm also archiving them on Substack, so you can find me on Substack as well. I guess I'll put a link to that below as well. So I'm finding that, like, is, you know, is that like my place in the world? Like my gift? Like it's not necessarily like you're going to become some famous artist or something, but like you're actually, when you go through these things, you're really good at like figuring them out, how to get through them on your own. And then you like reflect on them and share it with other people. Be like, this is how I got through this. Like if you're going through this, this might help. I don't know. It just seems like something that comes very naturally for me. But I thought about, I was like, oh man, but that like requires me to like, just be going through a lot of shit my whole life and figuring it out and then talking about it. It's like, okay, I guess that's cool. But it's like, uh, there's always something to be working through. But I guess that's true for everybody. And I'm happy to share it. And I feel really good talking about it and sharing about it for me putting it out in the open, especially in this like podcast format, like it clarifies my thoughts and it makes me feel even more solid than I did about something that was kind of like spinning around in my brain before I kind of got it out there to the world. So thank you everybody for listening. I hope this was inspiring to you. Don't stop, just slow down. Of course you can apply this to like anything in life, not just your creative career. So with that, I'm all sign off and say goodbye I have to figure out how to like say goodbye on this ep- on this podcast I haven't like really done that yet so for now I'll just say bye and I'll talk to you later okay bye